0: Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the Home at class you wish you'd been offered.
1: We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children.
0: Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it.
1: For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home.
0: Today on Welcome Home, we're waving the magic wand and giving everyone permission. We're chatting with our new friend, Melissa Camara wilkins about ditching the pressure to fit in, measure up, and have it all together.
1: We'll discuss wearing jeans to a yoga class, why I have other gifts should replace I'm the worst as your inner mantra, and we'll answer the question exactly how long do Graham and I make a vegetarian talk about bacon? Hint, it's much longer than we should have. All that and more on today's episode of Welcome Home. Hi, Graham. Welcome home. Welcome Kirsten. Home. Welcome home. I forgot that's how we start the show. What's up?
0: It's delightful. Oh, man. I feel like the nice thing is you and I have been chatting for a while. I'm getting pumped you're coming to visit. Or actually, when this airs, you be yeah, already- Yeah, we're all- This is one of those time travel episodes, Graham. I, I hope we had fun. Um, yes. I'm trying to think what's up. You know what? If
1: this podcast airs, it means that we survived the vacation.
0: That's true.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay so just to clarify what all that means is it's the end of September and Graham and I are going to see each other in just about a week and this is going to air in November.
0: And we have a really neat guest today. She is an author, a blogger and she talks about I think it's a kind of cool topic. We love it. We love the concept right of like being yourself, showing up, just letting go of what is not important and focusing on the things that matter, right? Like we're in an era of doing too much, maybe trying to do too much. Okay. But well if- let's start with the title of her book, which was Permission Granted. And we actually
1: didn't talk about this on on the episode during the interview, but the whole thing started with her showing up postpartum depression at a psychologist's office, all dressed up and like cute and, you know, oh yeah like decided. The- yeah. And her and the therapist was like, um, you know you could just come here in your pajamas. And it was like a permission slip. You know, and that's I think the point of it is like I think there's so many things in life We're waiting for someone to tell us like you can go ahead and do that. And like you can give yourself the permission slip.
0: You know what I feel like I've gotten the permission slip lately for, which I really like. High heels, like being done with those. You know, these really nice sneakers are lovely. I think that's just a new addition to the world that is a good thing. Like street sneakers. sneakers. Street sneakers. I am embracing street sneakers. I should. I know you still wear your heels everywhere.
1: No, I don't. I don't wear heels. I wear flip-flops everywhere.
0: Oh yeah. But I like, but I like the permissions been given. Like we don't have to put our feet in high heels every single day anymore.
1: Okay. Here's one for you that I had to give myself permission for. And okay. and then my husband took away my permission and I said, nope, I'm going to keep my permission. <laughs> he does not like this, but I, man, not every day, not all the time, usually around the holidays. I like wearing bright red lipstick. It is so much you do I do and I've given my and it was like no 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 like I'll I'll stick with like the the you know the nude yeah the the nude nude, the the, uh, respectable subtle nude and now I'm like uh ah I'm going for bright red I'm doing it and it's so much fun
0: I did not know that about you that's a surprise it is
1: I love red lipstick and I look really good in it now boots thinks I look like I'm in a play (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> uh, whatever
0: permission granted to me by granted. me Granted, do it I'm trying to think what I have just done the lately that I just gave myself permission to do um sorry I don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> well good thing we're gonna do this interview Graham so we can get get you some permission um yeah but so that's sort of the point of it it's just sort of finding out who you are and you have permission to take the time to do that and, um, and then to honor that and live in that, that sounds really like,
0: well, if you uh, think of it like a colander, right? If everyone took a little bit of time to think about what their strengths and weaknesses are, cast off and let go of the things that were your weaknesses, but then also not feel guilty about it and just like do your thing and do your thing to the best of your ability. It would be interesting, interesting to see how everyone shifted out and if okay, all here, the jobs would get done. Here's you know?
1: one for you. All the flowers are dead at my house. All the flowers are dead. If there's going to be a flower, it will die. No, there's two pots that are on a drip system that I, <laughs> that I, you know, they are going to survive done. because I have literally nothing to do with them. I don't even I don't even like put them in dirt. I just take the plastic pot and put it in the clay plot. You know, so like this is, and then I put the little drip system on it. So I have really nothing to do with these plants, and they will live. Now, when there's dead, you know, like the dead leaves around them, and some of them die. Mm -hmm. those will just stay there and be dead on top of the live ones. Then my mother-in-law will come and she'll deadhead it for me. But I, I don't, um, all the plants are going to die, but my garden's going to do well. Cause you know why? I really think it's fun to grow edible things. I don't think it's fun to have flowers. I mean, it's fun when I see them and they're beautiful, but I, it's just not on my list to water them.
0: Oh, but so you are taking, okay. So, but you're, you're not, you're not saying, oh, I'm not a gardener. I'm giving up on this. You're not throwing your hands up.
1: No, I, I'm f- as far as my flowers, like I used to walk by them and feel like, to her, to her point about the inner mantra of I'm the worst, I used to walk by them and go, Oh, I am the worst at keeping my flowers alive. I'm the worst at remembering to water my plants. And now I'm like, That's not my thing. I have other gifts. I don't care if my flowers die. It's not. Mm-hmm my thing.
0: Well, you want to be interesting? So this was, a, I'm kind of outing my mom and my grandma on this, but my grandmother was an interior designer and she had a beautiful home in the inside. And my mom is a landscaper. So she loved the flowers and the yard and whatever. And I remember as a little girl, every time we'd drive up to my grandma's house, which was fine. Like it was just it, there was nothing special about it, but it was it was just a fine, just plain jade. You wouldn't have known how pretty it was on the inside, just driving by the outside. My mom would always go like, Oh, I wish she'd like keep up the yard. Like, why doesn't she ever do anything? You know, blah, blah, blah. So that was her thing. And she would, you know, not and she was, she loved my grandma. Like she's very close with my grandma. But she would always, it would always bother her that the yard wasn't the way it should be. But you'd walk in and the, the house was so nice. And really one day my grandma was like, yeah, cause I don't like gardening. I don't like plants. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> like I don't even think about it. Like I walk into my house and I want the inside of my house to look good, but I don't care. And I don't notice. And she, it was with that complete self-confidence that she had just totally been like, eh, not my thing. Like <laughs> you can come in my house. It's going to be great. But the outside has nothing to do with me and I don't care about it.
1: Well, I think her grandma then perfectly, she could have written this book because that's, I think the point of it. You know, the point of it is like, find who, who you are and your mom. And by the way, you guys, Graham's grandmother, she passed away recently. She was amazing. I loved her so much. And she was such an loved you. incredible interior designer. She was awesome. Look well, yeah, she let us host a this is how cool this lady is. Not only did she let us live in her apartment, she let us host a bachelorette party there. A <laughs> uh, no. sex toy party
0: when grandma was like 82 years old. I wasn't and I remember get into that. But she didn't, it was she a didn't bachelorette need, party. Yeah, to like leave during the presentation. And finally, no. I was like, Grandma, are you sure like you don't want to go? You know, maybe it's like another room or something. And she goes, There's nothing this lady's teaching that I haven't heard before. In fact, how come you girls can't come up with anything new? <laughs> she was the best she and I was, was like best. okay didn't know
1: that was around 100%. remember when she wore leather pants to parents weekend and she was, yes. like, she we was wore, like we wore matching leather pants I know she said, she said it's very important to have a great pair of leather pants that you look good in and she you at know, this point was 80 something I mean amazing. and she rocked it She rocked it. She looked good in
0: those leather pants. You know what I'm realizing? Leather pants and camo pants. I've now realized camo is a staple. The same way you need a good pair of jeans and a nice pair of black pants, like a good pair of camouflage print pants is also on the staple list. Did I talk about my jean shopping the other day? No. Okay, guys, I hate buying
1: jeans. Jeans are my least favorite thing. And so when I buy jeans, I I buy my supply. And then like four years later, I go buy my new supply. (laughs) (laughs) But so I went and did my jean shopping for, you know, current day till 2023. And um, I, bought, I bought total mom jeans. I'm so excited. Oh my excited God. Did you buy
0: those hipster wide leg, like high no they're, jeans? they're like did. the kind of jeans I wore in ninth grade. Oh, lucky me, I saved mine. Um, yeah, bell bottoms are back. Woo, woo. I told you they were coming back. I am going to be so hip this season. You have no idea. I got them all, saved them. The lady at Nordstrom's told me that low rise was never coming back, though.
1: She said that's that's done forever. That There's only
0: mistake. three rises. Like when people say that, I roll my eyes. I'm like, it's high rise, mid rise, or low rise. Like until like the humans evolve into a different physiological shape. Like what is she saying? Well, like, but, remember how? But it was so dumb. Like then you had to get special underwear. I kind of feel like yeah. But how do you let your thong seductively hang out? <laughs> Ugh, seductively, <laughs> plumber style.
1: you're going to have a different definition of seductive. Oh, but I
0: actually was speaking to someone the other day who just came back from like New York market. She was, she owns a little fashion boutique and they were saying the crop tops are everywhere. Oh, well, duh. Are you, don't you have any like youngins you follow on Instagram? I've not worn a crop top in many, there's nothing to crop.
1: We're not, we're not doing it. I'm skipping that one. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah, obviously we're not going to do that. We're not, the crop tops are not for people who've, who've carried a child. Like then that's, that's a stage gritty. of your life that, yeah, no, that's not
0: happening. Although I will tell you the greatest fashion trick I had the other day. And I actually, part of it came from you, Kirsten. So I'll give you a shout out. Um, so I wore this dress. It was like a little fall dress. And I must say, I walked in and I had my hair done. I did my makeup, everything. And I got this, like, it was like, ooh, ah, like, where is this from? Where is this from? And you know, what I'm really weird about, I don't like to have clothes that other people have necessarily. I like to kind of find unique things. Well, I was out shopping the other day. And I stumbled upon tall bits and I'm like, nobody in my age bracket is going there. Let me see what these guys are selling. Darling clothes, completely darling. We have had this conversation. I don't know if we've had it on air. You've brought, you bought something a long time ago at Talbot's and I'm like, this girl has a sense of style. Like she doesn't care because typically I think a lot of girls, women, our age until you hit a certain age would not step foot in Talbot's, but you found this adorable outfit there one time. I've gotten
1: really (laughs) cute puffers at at Talbot's. They were, um, they were like silky kind of puffers. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a down vest. Mm -hmm. They had, um, detachables. You could wear them or not wear them hoods that had fur on them. They were mm-hmm. so cute. So if I like wanted to have the hood on, I could or not. And then I've also gotten back, this was maybe like, I don't know, six years ago when ballets were really in. I got really cute patent leather ballets there. But here's the question about talbots. I've also got a really cute plaid button up there or button down. I've seen, I've seen that button down. Yeah, I like okay, that Okay, here is the question though. This is the, this is the internal question for your soul. Okay. And this, this is, I'm not kidding. This is a question you
0: could blow off, but I'm asking you to sit with it. Okay, wait, before you ask, can I just say this? We, this is totally organic that we started talking about. These guys would be potential. I forgot we were recording. (laughs) Before you blow it and say something that's going to kill Talbots for us, because I could contact them. We are grand millennials. Okay, just go with your question, but just know.
1: Okay, here's the, this is, this is a really serious question. Okay. Okay. Did Talbots get cuter or did you get older? I know. That's the question. (laughs) And it's like, it's a real question. I know. Like, did, did tomato sauce get more acidic or
0: did my internal system enamel wear down?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Did, did running become less fashionable or like, did the restaurants joints. really, wait, or no, did restaurants
0: really become more noisy?
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. When we start sitting outside at weddings and saying, the band is so
0: loud, no one can talk. What's the point? <laughs> no, we definitely were at a noisy restaurant the other day on a Saturday, and everyone was like, oh, I just wish we could be somewhere, like, quiet so we could hear each other talk. Yep, this is bad.
1: Okay, okay, well, here's here's one for
0: you. We were listening
1: the other day to a Pandora station, my favorite Pandora station, the Beach Boy station, um, where... Uh, which mine is obviously, it's not all Beach Boys. It's been curated at this point by my refined taste to be very, very good. But it's basically like, I would call it the frat house basement slash, um, you know, wedding, three okay. quarters of the way through a wedding. Okay. Station, you know, where it's just like really fun. And I asked my husband, I'm like, do you think that, um, do you think that our kids will still have like a couple of the wedding staples at their weddings? Or do you think it'll be like, oh no, that's like, you know, that's like playing a song from like, you know, the revolutionary. No, they'll still have it.
0: Wedding. They'll totally there's classics. There's classics that are never gonna die. Okay. hundred so still- percent.
1: And well, but you know what also, Graham? I think that our college experience was really unique. I don't think other people have the experience of like going to college in the nineteen sixties at Animal House and like dancing to shout on a yeah. Frat House floor covered in beer.
0: That like was- I hope everyone has had that. I
1: I don't think I don't. I think it's not normal. I would love for listeners to tell us. Did you ever like do the thing where you're like going like a little bit lower now, and
0: you like go lower and lower, and then it's like hey, and then you slip on beer. Like, did you have that experience? One of the greatest memories of my life.
1: Yes, but I don't think I think most people, if they think they had it, it's because
0: no, wait, I saw that on Animal House. We really had that, and it really was better in real life than it was on the movie
1: <laughs> yeah well we had toga parties like i don't know if that is also make-believe is it? i think it's still happening do you all right on that i do I I just. <laughs> okay so we did nothing to tee up this book but no we did we chatted about it a smidgen
0: i talked about a calendar. i made an analogy we're oh, good you're right
1: that was good that was good yeah.
0: when are you gonna write your book Ram? oh we're working on it welcome melissa Melissa Kamara-Wilkins, welcome to Welcome Home. We are excited you're here. You are going to grant everyone permission today. That's what we're doing. You really don't even have to answer any of our questions. Kirsten and I are just going to ask and you just say permission granted like a fairy godmother with a magic wand.
2: (laughs) I love this plan. Thank you so much for having me guys. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Thanks for for being here. And we're not kidding. We have a whole nother set of questions that you haven't seen that basically just just that. So that'll be at the end. We've got a few things we're going to need permission for. And it already started behind the scenes, everyone. It already started with her granting me permission to be in my bathrobe this morning. So we're off to an excellent start. Okay. So full disclosure, what what normally happens is we get an advanced copy of the book about two weeks in advance to read it. Graham's had hers, but mine never showed up. So what we're going to be doing is this, the, the, the fully immersed in the theory and, um, and the person who doesn't really know what's going on, which is me. I've had a chance to look at the PDF, and from what I've read of it, uh, it was great. And I love your writing style. It's just really fun and just, just sounds like a conversation I've really enjoyed. The couple chapters I've had a chance to look at, but I want you everyone to know where I'm coming from on this, is um, I'm really the person who doesn't know what's going on. So okay, I look so... forward to hearing, hearing it all from you. Uh,
0: so, so, Melissa, what's the problem? Yeah. Why the need? Where did you come from? Why the book? How is this going to help our listeners? Go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all the things. Um, yeah, so I used to have this, um, mantra in my head that sounded like I am the worst. Okay. And I think actually a lot of us have this where we're just, we're telling ourselves these stories and a lot of times we don't even notice that we're doing it, but it's like, you know, the alarm doesn't go off or I can't find my keys or I realize I have just said like totally the wrong thing. Um, and the thing that I would say in my head was, I'm the worst, like every single time. Um, And when I started to notice that. That's very
0: self-destructive, by the way, Melissa.
2: It is, right? Well, (laughs) I liked it too, how you, you didn't just say I'm the worst,
1: because I did read this part of the book, which was excellent. And I liked Mm -hmm. how you said, you know, I'm the worst at setting alarms, because that doesn't sound as mean. Like if you say I'm the worst at right. I'm the worst at remembering names, when you have those small examples, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound as self-destructive because it's just a little thing. You can still be okay. But really, when you're saying that to yourself constantly about all mm-hmm. the little things, then, Holistically too, yeah, yeah, it becomes this massive deal.
0: And we're the worst at not yeah. interrupting our special guests.
1: Oh,
2: we are. That's <laughs> legit. Special,
0: special talent. So sorry, Sorry, Ace in the Hole. Permission granted. Blah,
2: blah, blah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah. So. I agree. It it sounds like a fun little status update, right? Like, oh, I'm just the worst, you know, I'm the worst at remembering names. I'm the worst at getting out the door on time, et cetera. And I actually am the worst at getting out the door on time. I have six kids and just getting everybody anywhere. It's, it's a challenge. Um, For sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of where my headset, my mindset was. Um, And one day I went to hear a girlfriend of mine speak on the stage and she was, I knew she was going to be talking about like, God and shame and brokenness and connection. And her background is in social work and therapy. And um, I was like, yeah, I'm in for that. I I just want to hear what she has to say about all of this. Um, And as she was speaking, she said, she was talking about judgment, -judgment, self-judgment, judging each other. And she said, you guys, judgment has to go, right? We we have to stop judging ourselves and each other because people are the way they are for a damn good reason. It's, it's not shocking that you are the way you are. There are reasons that you got to this place where you are today, and it's okay. Like where you are right now is an okay place to be, and that doesn't mean that you don't get to keep changing and growing and becoming more of who you really are over time, because of course you do, you're going to. Um, but where you are right now is also an okay place to be. Um, and as I was listening to her talk about all of this, I was thinking, oh my gosh, yes, like she is so right, like all you other people in the room you are good. It is okay to be where you are. You are who you are for a really good reason. Um, and what, about realized, you, Melissa, yeah. what about you, Melissa though? What about you? I realized she thought she meant me and I was like, oh no, 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 no. Cause like everybody else pretty much had it together and I did not. So like logically everybody else is better and I'm the worst. Like that just makes sense. Um, and, but sitting there, I was like, oh no, she thinks she means me. Oh, that's interesting. Um, So if that's true, like even if it's true for me, even I'm the way I am for a really good reason, um, what does that mean for my life, right? What does that mean for me? Because I for sure was not showing up as though that was true in that moment. Um, And what was going to have to change for me if that was really true? So the book is me exploring that from a whole bunch of different angles, right? If I am the way I am for a damn good reason, I'm allowed to be this person. So what does it look like to to give yourself permission to be fully the person you are? touch everyone's head and shoulders and like remind you to be in your body and I was like oh I totally want to do that part um the yoga part feels super uncomfortable so I got up that morning and I was like I'm going to this class and I put on my yoga pants and I was like I feel like I'm wearing pajamas like I just can't do it and so I put on the jeans and I was like well now I'm not going to yoga and I said go back into the yoga pants do you don't so,
0: need to go to yoga class if you'd had six babies and you can still button up your jeans. So kudos <laughs> to you.
2: <laughs> <Hats> off. <laughs> there are many reasons we all wear yoga pants, my friend. <laughs> so.
0: So,
2: so ultimately I ended up, I drove off in my jeans with my yoga mat, went to meet my friends in the jeans. Um, and I did ish the yoga in the jeans. Um, and my friend, like the, the reason I wanted to be there was like for that last few minutes. Like I really wanted that last few minutes of the class. Um, and as she walked around the room, like um, she didn't say to me, yeah, you didn't really show up for yoga today. <laughs> she was just like, I see you. You're here right now. And we connected in that moment, like right where we are, even though I wasn't showing up in the, um, you know, maybe approved way <laughs> for yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, but Absolutely. Yogis are so nice. Yeah. And like, that's the only place we can connect is right where we are right now. That's where we are. Like you, you aren't anywhere else. You are where you are right now. And that's where we can connect to each other.
0: Hey, Kirsten, let's take a little break and talk about deodorant because we haven't discussed something. Let's talk about how we're You know what, Graham?
1: Permission granted to discuss deodorant as long as it's formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc.
0: Absolutely. Permission to discuss our underarms. Okay. Native. (laughs) Native makes... Deodorant. Uh, they use trusted ingredients, and it's really, really a neat company. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews from their customers. I personally tried the eucalyptus and mint. Smelled like a daisy. No, I didn't smell like a daisy. I smelled like. A daisy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's no risk to try it. They offer. So long food.
1: story short, they're really good at making deodorant. They're really bad at figuring out the daisy smells like eucalyptus and mint. Yeah,
0: right. no, no, actually, these
1: smell be- so good. Lavender rose. Kind of
0: just want to take a big bite
1: out of the top. Um, <laughs> all right. Don't so, do just... it. But you know what, Graham? Of all the deodorants, I would recommend eating. I would say this one because of the the really healthy ingredients is your well, best bet.
0: They're, it's probably your safest. You will not. All right. 20% off your first purchase. Go to nativedeodorant.com, N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com and use the promo code welcomehome, all one word during checkout. So nativedeodorant.com, promo code welcomehome, and you'll get 20% off. You can give that a try and happy cleanliness.
1: Yeah, well it's funny too, because I did lavender rose, you did cucumber and or you know, sorry, you did eucalyptus and mint. Although the most popular flavor is coconut and vanilla, which neither of us tried. What's really cool though is I have a child with um some serious, like not serious, that sounds so dramatic, but with um he's just got really sensitive skin. He has all these little skin issues. And um he has to have everything unscented and they offer an unscented formula with baking free, I'm sorry, with baking soda free formula for those with sensitivities too. So um that's another thing which is now Something I look for when I shop. So again, go to nativedeodorant.com and use the unique promo code of Welcome Home to save twenty percent.
0: Thanks, Native. Okay, we'll talk about the Enough List a little bit. How is that different from a typical to-do list? I also like that portion of the book.
2: Oh yeah. So okay, I I, I have historically loved to-do lists because I make this really long list of every single thing I can think of to do, and then at the end of the day, I have this really long detailed list of all the things I didn't do. So, that's actually not helpful to me. That's super discouraging to get to the end of every day mm. and think, oh, hey, I didn't do all these things, right? I did not do enough. Um, and for me, it's just this short little jump from like, I didn't do enough to feeling like, well, I'm not enough. So, I knew that was not going to cut it for me. So, I needed to come up with, with a different way of planning my day and my time. <clears throat> so, um, a few years ago, I came up with this idea of the enough list. I've been doing this every day for ages now, so every day I think of what are just the three things that are going to be enough for today. Okay, so if these three things get done, these are the things that are most important to me or that I care about the most or that at the end of the day, I'll be proud of having done or I might regret not having done, like just those three big things, what are they? And those things are going to be enough for today. If I, like I, get, through those, yeah, if I that's get through those great. three things, yeah, that's enough. And like other stuff happens, right? for sure, like my kids are still going to get lunch every day. Um, so that, it doesn't have to be on the list. Um, but when I know what those three things are, I can keep coming back to them. And At the end of the day, it's like all that other stuff, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't, but I got to the things that mattered most to me.
0: So that's good. Maybe you could just take your daily to-do list and get a highlighter and just highlight the three things you want to achieve that day. Yeah,
2: absolutely. A good way to do it.
0: Can I ask a question? Just a yes.
1: real honest question, guys.
0: Permission, you, you can't say yes. You have to say permission, grant. <laughs>
1: permission per- granted. Permission
2: granted. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Do you ever put things on your to-do list that you've already done just so you can cross them off? Like I just did it, but I still add it to the
2: list. Then real quick, I check it off. I'm so familiar with that. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, that's really weird. Permission not granted, Kirsten. Yes. Sorry. No, you, you don't are. do that? You can do whatever you want. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I can say, like, Kirsten, that's dumb. Melissa, that's fine if you do it.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I think about that, it like but... this, though. She talked about all those lunches she packs, and you probably don't write that on the to do list. So there's no, a lot of things fair. that aren't even like you accomplish quite a bit. I don't put brush my teeth on the to do list, Very
0: and I fair. do that Make every up day. The beds. Right. Yeah, that's really I fair. Scoop the cat letter. But if I think to your you, greater
1: point is that you're still at the end of the day judging yourself by what you didn't get done. But it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things, yeah, to measure yourself by lists. Like, while it's great and you want to be accountable and, you know, have your stuff organized and all that, I, I understand that that could be at the end of the day a way to feel sad and feel like I'm not that great. I'm, mm-hmm.
2: I'm the worst at getting through my list. <laughs> Surely yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think whatever helps you to feel. Um, more comfortable in your skin at the end of the day and to feel like you are where you're meant to be. I think that's a great, a great plan.
0: I love that. What about, can you maybe give us a few practical applications from the book of how our listeners can begin letting go of the rest and kind of giving themselves permission to be themselves?
2: Yeah. How that, yeah. yeah. How do you give yourself permission to be who you are and let go of the rest? And so when we talk about the rest, I talk about all this stuff that gets in the way of you being who you really are in your days. Mm-hmm. So people pleasing. And perfectionism and pretending to have things a little more together than you actually have them. Right. So for me, it's about how do we start to let go of some of those masks? How do we start to kind of peel back the layers so that we can be more of ourselves um, in our lives all the time? And for me, one super simple thing I do every day is I notice when I'm reaching for my phone. And every time I do that, I think, what? am I trying to distract myself from right now? Because sometimes it's a clue that like the circumstances I'm in aren't quite right. Right. Like maybe something's going on in the outside world. That's not, doesn't quite align with what's, what makes sense for me. But a lot of times it's that I don't want to sit with the quiet at that moment.
0: Hmm.
2: Right. There's just, maybe it's something like I'm waiting in line at the grocery store and I don't feel comfortable just having that quiet moment with my own thoughts. And, um, I need to ask why. Like, why do I not feel comfortable right now in this moment? Um, and if I can choose to not distract myself, even if like it's something super mundane, like I'm just in the grocery store checkout line, um, if I can choose not to distract myself, that gives space for my own stuff to come up, right? Like whatever questions are kind of simmering in the back of my mind that I maybe am avoiding, it gives them some space to come up, so I can start looking around and saying, um, how how am I showing up? Am I being the person I want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's not quite working for me right now? A lot of the times they're like, what's not quite working for me is what's lingering in the back of my mind. Um, and if I can avoid looking at it, then then I'll never know, right?
0: <laughs> that leads lovely. Like, and I think it's a lovely lead into the three breaths rule. Do you mind if I just read a portion mm-hmm. of that? I thought it was so Yeah, neat. no, go for it. Uh, the three breaths rule is this: anytime something good catches my attention, the sky at dusk, a sunny spot to sit down, the light on Evelyn's hair, the sizzling garlic smell of a dinner cooked by someone else, I stop what I'm doing and notice for the space of three breaths. That's a re- that's a really nice thing to do. It's long enough to soak up the wonder of whatever is in front of me and short enough that I always have time to do it. You can spare three breaths worth of moments no matter what. I just love that. That's really neat. That's that mm-hmm. I love practical things to do to slow, slow oneself down. And that's a really neat, um,
2: you know, meditative thing. Thank you so much. Yeah. I like, you know, there's that advice, like stop and smell the roses, always be present. And like, I love that idea, but honestly it's kind of stressful. Like, am I present enough? It's another <laughs> thing on my to-do long list. Long I enough? Might, exactly. Maybe I'm, I'm doing it wrong. Am I the worst at being present? Um, but if I give myself that really concrete three breaths. I'm going to be present for these three breaths worth of time. There's always time to do it. Um, And then I feel like, yeah, I really did. I did notice that thing. I did get to see that thing. And then I remember it at the end of the day too. Like these were the moments that I stopped and collected today.
0: I like that. Absolutely. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's where I get caught up a lot, Melissa. I'm going to be very honest. Yes, tell me. Well, I definitely think there's the people pleasing. There's the frilly aspects on the side that one could try to diminish, right? Like trying to impress other people or dress up when you could just really go in more casual clothes, all those little examples. But Mm -hmm. I will say that I'll give an example of the town that I live in, which I really like, um, but it relies heavily on heavy volunteerism. There's a lot here that's done just by people stepping up and saying like, this is a really obnoxious chore. This is an annoying job, but like, we will be there. We will do it. Um, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I I try to take as many like leadership roles as I can, things that I can do around town. And then you go and you ask people to help. And these aren't pleasant tasks, like waking up early to go pick up breakfast, you know, for a bunch of fourth grade kids is not a fun thing to have to do, but somebody has to do it. And you Mm -hmm. have a lot of people saying like, this is the year of me, or I'm just doing what I'm best at, or like, I'm just trying to think of myself. And the truth is, is like, it's great. And I love this mantra of like self-acceptance and figuring out who you are. But I also think like, we need a little bit of a man up element too. Like there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done in communities. Like sometimes it is really important that someone blows out their hair, puts on their makeup and goes and stands out front somewhere and like does the icky jobs. And I think, I think to an extent, and I love the concept of like giving yourself a special pass to kind of, you know, let, not have to have everything be perfect but I almost want to see like a counter to that of like okay guys there's a lot of work to be done in the world like maybe it is time to like step it up a drop
2: Mm, yeah I know that's
0: hard that's really hard like I'm countered so that I mean I'm not against everything you're saying I like where the book is going I love it but I'm just I see so much lately of like it's my year of me or I'm just like figuring out who I am and doing my thing when the truth is is like we need some people who are like not going to think about themselves
2: So I don't actually think those two things are opposed. I think the trick is sometimes we have to dig down to our deeper values about who we want to be in the world and how we want to show up. Um, And I think you can even encourage people around you to do that too, that we're not just doing it because it's an unpleasant task. And like, we feel good about ourselves when we do unpleasant tasks. We're doing it because there's a real need for it. Um, And part of who we are is people who show up for each other. And so we can encourage each other to do that that hard thing because there's that deeper reason underneath it um, and, that, and that deeper reason aligns with who you really are. Like if you are a person who shows up for other people, if you are a person who cares about you know, the needs of this specific community or this specific thing, whatever the thing is that's needed to be done there, um, I, I don't think that's a separate thing. I think that the more we get in touch with who we are and the fact that we are who we are for a damn good reason, so is everybody else and everybody else needs us to show up for them too, as our true selves, right? We're not faking it. We're not um, doing those hard tasks to make others think good things about us or um, to look really good at the end of the day. Like, Oh, I did all the thing. Um, we're doing it because we want to meet other people where they are. And because we want to help um, with the healing of our community or our world.
1: Mm. I think also Graham, you see, you don't know Graham that well. Graham is super I think part of it is that Graham is very like civically minded. Graham is the queen of volunteering and she does I mean, the number of things <clears throat> Graham is involved in is really astronomical. And so
0: mm-hmm. I'm not saying that got, like a pat on the back. I'm certainly. No, not. no, no. I'm, just, like, I,
1: I'm I'm just saying I think your you. head is 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 in that a lot because it's like, well, I'm doing it. You know what I mean? But I also feel like mm-hmm. to Melissa's point, like that's like you have that's part of who you actually are. You know what I mean? Like for that you is- You have this a little bit of a, I know this is shocking what I'm going to say, but Graham has a smidgen of like this servant heart in her where she really enjoys doing that, which like seems so counter to her like super, you know, obnoxious personality. But the truth is... I'm just, I'm just kidding did i mention we've been best friends for we've been best friends for 20 years so we can say yeah, things yeah, she has a free space no, she she actually like is, has this really giving heart and like loves to to do all this stuff so you're saying i think but, but you, like to be fair even when you're like acting in your gifts and being yourself it's still like well why isn't everyone else doing this too and like i need a little help over here so you know mm-hmm. i think that's just part of being a human is like ugh, people sometimes suck you know yeah. like <laughs> you yeah. Like sometimes it's like, hey, okay, I am tired. I can't care. I can't. I can't be the one who blows out my hair and goes every morning. You know, helping people. <laughs> but you, I think you still want to do it because you see the value in it, and um, I think that's kind of part of how your cup gets filled is by being an active member of community.
2: Yeah, it sounds like Graham's totally found her place, and like you are in touch with who you are, what matters to you, um, and it's okay to give other people space to not be in that same place, right? Like maybe um, somebody else's deepest self is. Is expressed in a different way, which doesn't mean they can't jump in and and help with stuff. Um, They can because it also meets their deeper values, um, but maybe in a different way than it does for you.
0: I love this. In a way, you could have just written a book that's like about the fall of democracy, in a way. (laughs) (laughs) That's next on the to do list. Like, yeah, like the people who want to lead just step up and like take over, give the rest of people their space to like hang out and sit back. I love it. No, but the truth is, I think about my friends who
1: want to run for office and want to do all that stuff and, you know. Mm -hmm. On one hand, it's like, okay. But on the other hand, it's like, well, I'm glad someone wants to do that.
2: You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we need people to inspire us to remember, like, we do have these deeper values, right? It's not, like, taking care of yourself is not just about the surfacey stuff, especially the stuff we're being sold all the time. Like, it's not only about you need to have a bubble bath and a pedicure and, like, whatever. You can do those things if they make you feel loved and and taken care of. Like, go for it. Um, But Really, it's about um, being in touch with who you are and calling us back to that, that truth of who we are and the truth of who we could be. Um, I think that is um, uh, an amazing calling for some people to lead in that way, to call us back to our best selves and our deepest values. So we act out of that place.
0: Absolutely. I love what you wrote about changing the story. The bottom line for me is this if you can't be yourself, you're in the wrong story. I think mm-hmm. that's just a neat idea. And here's what I've noticed. I can tell I can tell when I'm in the wrong story, whichever wrong story it is, by how it feels. And I think I do you feel that way, Kirsten? Do you ever get that way? Yeah. When you just all, all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Most jobs I applied for, I got there. I'm like, oh wait, sorry, wrong story. <laughs> Except for
2: podcasting, Graham. That's where I
1: feel in my heart.
2: It's where you can express your true self through podcasting.
1: I'm I'm sort of joking. I went to Alinggram. Why are we still in our closet? This is so silly. Um, Okay. So (laughs) I have other gifts, permission to be unique. Can you talk about that a little bit?
2: Oh, absolutely. So that actually came from my same girlfriend who taught me the way you are for a damn good reason. Um, When things come up that she can't do. This girlfriend's great. Maybe she needs to. She's amazing. (laughs) I know. I'm so lucky. Um, That, yeah, when things come up that she can't do. She says, uh, I have other gifts. Um, and that her teaching me to do that has been so freeing because like, maybe I can't do this thing in front of me. Like maybe this is just not in my wheelhouse. I cannot do it. Or like, it does not align with, with what makes sense for me, but that's okay. I don't have to actually be good at everything. I don't have to do everything or accomplish everything. I have other gifts. Like I have some things that I can do and that I'm gifted at, or I'm good at, or I'm skilled at, or that That really resonate for me. Um, So other things don't have to. It's okay that I don't have to do everything, right? That doesn't mean anything about me as a person. It doesn't mean that I'm not good enough because I can't do this one thing over here. Um, I have other gifts, and that's just who I am. It's part of knowing who you are. So I think it's easier to see the flaws, right? It's easier to see, oh, here are the things I'm terrible at. Um, But that's not the whole story. That's not all of who you are. You are. Those things are true about you, and that's fine. But there are also these other things about you that are amazing.
1: That's a great mantra.
2: That's I love that one.
1: I love that one. And yo, know, I have a friend, as long as we're talking about smart friends, I have a friend mm-hmm. who I was on the phone with earlier this morning and I was explaining this interview. And I said, well, what do you feel like you need permission for? And she's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, like permission granted. Like what's like, what do you feel like? You know what? No one has to tell me to do this. I'm granting myself permission to really do this thing. And she was like, yeah, no, I don't get it. I do whatever the hell I want it to. And I was like. and and the thing is like she's she's she's, she does she does and I love and I respect her so much and I'm envious of it because I'm like oh I'm gonna I better ask permission from someone to do this thing I really want to do and you know what it's like no you don't you you well we have now we've been granted permission granted to all the listeners too you can do it
2: absolutely okay and that is super interesting to me because I think there are actually different personality types interact with permission differently. And there is a group of people who just give themselves permission for everything. And sometimes the thing that they, um, need to like, you know, work on giving permission for is permission to stay put when it gets a little bit hard, um, instead of always permission to like, move on to the next thing. Um, but actually I, at my website, we developed a permission personality quiz to help you figure out like, how do you yourself interact with the concept of of permission? Um, and that's been super fun oh, to cool. see, like, there really are different ways of um, approaching that concept.
0: And your permission. website is com, right?
2: That's, yep, that's right. Or we can go to permissiongrantedbook.com and that'll also get you. Okay. We'll get I, I have
1: a question for you, Melissa. So I went on your yeah. Instagram this morning and I, yeah. there was a post that, that spoke to me very specifically <laughs> because I'm <laughs> going to need some permission in my life in this area. So it's a picture of you and your husband, it looks like your wedding day. And you said, so if theoretically you mm-hmm. had both a milestone birthday and a milestone wedding anniversary coming up in the next month, how would you celebrate asking for a friend? Yes, the friend is me. So mm-hmm. theoretically, I might be turning 40 and we might be celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I want permission to not have a big party or go on a crazy elaborate vacation.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's not how I celebrate. Sister.
1: It's yeah. not how I celebrate. And what we've, what we've actually done is my husband and I talked about this like six months ago, because, you know, we knew our whole life that this would happen in October of 2019. We were turned mm-hmm. 40 and, um, and we said, you know what, instead of spending all that time and money doing this big trip or this big party, what if we just took all that, all those resources and said, this year we're going to invest wildly in ourselves. And so you know, our kids say, I have this mild wildly. interest. Wildly. Melissa. They're going to wildly. No, no, no. Well, I mean, I you can know, imagine you know, I mean but them, people, you. people do these elaborate vacations. Like that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. though, you know? And, yeah. but you think about our kids and our kids show the slightest interest in some obscure whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I will sign you up. I will get you the lesson. I will drive you every Tuesday and Thursday, even though it's wildly inconvenient, you know, Yep. To, for this thing, but then we don't give ourselves that same sort of permission to grow and to learn and to explore. And that was sort of our goal for the 40th. But let me tell you, I feel pressure to celebrate in a way that is like a little bit more traditional. Mm-hmm. And
2: and I want permission to, to 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 go with my plan and give myself the birthday present I really want. Oh yeah, permission granted. I mean that's you know yourself and you know what's gonna feel really good to you and what's gonna be meaningful to you. That's amazing. Like, no, don't do anything else. Don't do the thing that's expected. Like, okay. Well, let thing me thing ask you, what did you end up do. doing since I saw your Instagram story? We did. So um, what we ended up doing was we took all of our kids with us on a trip um, that was really meaningful to us. That we'd is never, like a massive party. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. So most of our kids had never been on a plane before. Um, we'd really never done like a big family vacation. Um, Because again,
1: let's not forget, she has six children. I can't even imagine. Did you guys, is it cheaper at a certain point? You just say, should we just charter a private jet before we buy eight plane tickets?
2: So I'm still waiting to hit that point. I'm hoping that at some point, becomes no, Um, sadly not. So, but yeah, but we did, we took on this uh, fun vacation and we went and saw um, some family members and got to do all kinds of fun, fun stuff um, where we were going. And then Yes, and then the last day of our vacation, um, a tropical storm came through, which was uh, fascinating for kids who have lived in San Diego their whole lives. They're like, there's weather. Like, it's weather. It's a thing. Yeah.
1: There's no weather Oh uh, Well, to be fair, if you live in San Diego, everyone is going on vacation to see you. So that, that, that's are. also, is, you know.
2: This is true. This is true, <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically, there's no need to go anywhere. But no, um, not when
1: you live in San Diego.
2: Yeah, so that's what we ended up doing. So kind of the opposite of what you were doing there. Um, cause it was really unusual to us and really special to us and to take the kids. Um, well, permission so we talked, granted to you too then. I, I know we that. talked and talked about like, should we take just the two of us go do something? And everything we thought of, we kept saying, wouldn't it be really fun if we took the kids too? <laughs> we were like, yeah, it'd be more fun to just like take our whole, our whole family all at once. And our, our oldest daughter's way at college this year. And so it was like the very last week before she had to go away to school and we could squeeze in, um, an adventure for all of us.
1: That's awesome. Um, Graham, do you think we're ready for the lightning round?
0: Absolutely. Where have you hidden said lightning round? Oh, oh, I, <laughs> you're right. I,
1: we, we did hide it so so that it would be a fresh surprise.
0: So I'll let, I'll let you be in the driver's seat. Here thank to you.
1: Basically, Ooh. this is how this is going to work. Usually you tell us you know, the answer to the question, but you're either going to grant us permission or not grant us permission. And some things you might just say no to. So
0: (laughs) Melissa, there are no, there are no curveballs here. Like we did have you defend your thesis slightly during our interview, but that's just because (laughs) we enjoyed your book and thought it was worthwhile. So (laughs) we're we're testing it from all angles. We have a very discerning audience, but (laughs) I feel really good about that.
2: I think you handled it beautifully.
0: Our (laughs)
1: audience is very smart, even though they listen to us and continue to listen which is shocking but yeah no they're really smart the comments <laughs> it's, we a sign are really
2: if brilliant. it's a sign uh, of their good judgment
1: okay permission to go to a movie in the middle of the day when your kids are at school permission
2: granted yeah.
1: i've never done it but it sounds glorious permission so quiet yeah permission it's to empty. hate rosé i know everyone's drinking it on instagram graham and i both think it tastes you hedging gross. how
0: about permission not to have to hedge your own question kirsten oh <laughs> yeah
2: permission for both permission to not drink it and permission to not hedge there that's totally yeah. reasonable don't like no problem do it you're you allowed. Do it like your
0: friend who just does whatever she wants <laughs> she drinks rosé though
1: um, <laughs> Grim. the next one was yours about volunteering at Sunday school
0: oh permission to not want to volunteer at Sunday school and or work with children in any volunteer
2: capacity okay so permission granted there and I'll give you the caveats that you might decide but my value is I'm gonna show up anyway and that's totally reasonable or you might decide your value is I'm going to show up somewhere else instead in a very deliberate way, like, I'm not doing that thing, I'll do this other thing over here.: question okay. for that too. Thank you. OK.
1: I want to cook bacon every single morning because I love it.:
2: <laughs> Okay, so you're going to decide, does that fit your deeper value of whatever? like not dying at 42? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, all the things that matter to you, you're gonna take them all into account and decide. Like, be permission to totally do that to decide for yourself what's your deepest value around the bacon, and and run with that.
0: The problem is my bathroom smells like bacon. That's a problem. It Gets in my hair too. There's no way to cook bacon without having it mess up your hair. Hey, how do you cook bacon, everybody? Real quick. I'm a vegetarian, so I oh, don't. I was- Vegetarian. Okay. Permission granted. You can be a vegetarian. Graham, how do you cook bacon? Oh man. How do I not cook bacon? I'll cook it in the oven. I'll do it in a skillet. I'll try Wait, the Wait, you don't have a preferred method? Well, the oven I found is the best because, oh, uh, I'm sorry, Melissa is probably grossing you out. I'll do like a whole big slab at one time. <laughs> okay. I do the oven too. And I
1: just want all of our listeners to know if you're cooking bacon on the skillet, you're wasting your life, because the grease gets everywhere. Yeah. So much
0: monitoring, smells up your house.
1: So much monitoring. Monitoring the bacon is such a pain. But if you do, you guys, just aluminum foil, mm-hmm. bacon on there, unless you're vegetarian, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so <bad>. but <laughs> well, when then you
0: open- Pearson, put it on a rack. You've got to put it on like a tiny like cookie sheet rack. Yeah, on, yeah, I Put it on a cookie sheet. Foil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You take the cookie sheet, you line it with aluminum foil. Yes. Then you put on like a little metal rack above it and the bacon goes on the rack so the grease falls off. What? It's amazing. You're messing it up. You're missing it. You're missing oh a step. Gosh, this is I'll show
1: goodness. you. I'll send you well, a and paper. then at the end once once it's cooled you can take the aluminum foil and make like a little funnel and you pour it into a cup and then you've got your um you you've got your cleanup It's just so easy guys. Well and then your sweet.
0: bacon grease you have it for cooking all your other good foods. Oh my gosh. In the special goodness. southern can way I that I only leave. someone who lives in Alabama would do.
1: And I leave this conversation. Okay we've had so many people <laughs> on the show who talk about wallpapering um, I, again, as, as aforementioned, I'm about to be 40 and I feel like that's a very grown up thing to actually commit to wallpaper, but I really want to, can I wallpaper my living room? Oh, permission granted. You can totally wallpaper
2: your living room. If it makes you happy, I, I mean, why not? It's only wallpaper. No, it's, it's like,
1: it seems like getting, it's like the equivalent of getting a tattoo. You know, it's like, you're like, are
2: you sure? Are you sure you're going to like this? Like I, it's I mean, a lot theoretically, I mean, I hear you and it's like a lot to go up, but like it comes off with a steamer and you just repaint and everything will be fine.
1: Everything will be fine. Go. Okay.
2: Everything will be okay.
1: See Permission is. to be really bad at Instagram. Like there's not a single cute selfie of me on Instagram.
2: Um, I don't I like, relate.
1: no one's, no one's going on Instagram and saying like, wow, Kirsten sure ended up hot. They're like, <laughs> oh, does she ever shower? Like, mm, like yes. my Instagram yes. is not, is not enviable.
2: I bet that your Instagram is super relatable. I bet people are like, Oh, I see you. I feel seen when I come here. I get you. So I don't think you probably are bad at Instagram, but I mean, permission to show up however you want to show up. I am cool with that.
1: Cool. Okay. And then um, permission to keep buying LaCroix. <laughs> I feel like it's very extravagant
2: to continue to buy LaCroix in the quantities I do. I mean, so again, deeper values, Does it align with your deeper values around your groceries and your consumption, and your budget, and all that stuff. But I mean, yeah, permission granted. If it makes you happy, it makes you happy. And if it, if it makes you happy and it's aligning with your deeper values around what you think you want to do, yes, go for it. And if not, then give yourself permission to make a change.
0: Graham, what do you think about LaCroix? I think it's a tasty beverage. I don't really buy a lot of like bottled things, um, but every now and then I'll indulge. Hey, you're coming to visit me next week. I'll get you some. What's your favorite flavor? <laughs> um, Grapefruit pample moose if you will (laughs) everyone knows pample (laughs) moose on that note Melissa we enjoyed speaking with you thank you so much for being on welcome home anyone who's interested permission granted be who you were made to be and let go of the rest a daring and interesting new book it'll definitely give you some practical tips and interesting things to think about thank you for being on the show today
2: thank you so much for having
1: me guys thanks Melissa It was great to meet you
0: it's so fun. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Welcome Home. We think you guys are the best. If you'd like to learn more about today's topic or any of the sponsor deals we mentioned, visit our website at com.
1: Our sweet listeners tell us all the time that it feels like we're real life friends and not to be too mushy, but we feel the same about you. So why not go ahead and connect with us on Instagram? We're at the welcome
0: home podcast. Or if it's something super secret, feel free to send us an email at hello at the welcome home especially if it's a secret about Kirsten. I'm the one who checks the email. It will stay between us.
1: And as always, if you'd enjoyed today's episode of Welcome Home, please make sure you're subscribed. And also, if you have a few minutes, we'd just love for you to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with your friends. Tell your friends
0: that's the hospitable
1: thing to do. Thanks for listening to Welcome Home.